Hello and welcome back to the podcast Discipleship in Challenging Times with me, Peter Morden. I am Senior Pastor, Team Leader at Cornerstone Baptist Church here in Leeds. This is the final one in our episodes on the miracles of Jesus, at least for the moment, and we are looking at Luke chapter 17 and verses 11 to 19 today. We come to our good and gracious God in prayer. Lord, as we have seen your healing power at work in the pages of Scripture. Lord, we pray that your miraculous power would be at work in our lives, right here, right now. Again, O Lord, we pray that if there is a a need for healing, you would raise us up. Lord, we lift our friends and neighbours and colleagues into your presence as well. But now, Lord, we also pray for your miraculous power to open our eyes that we might see the wonderful things that are there for us in your word. Give us eyes to see. Give us hearts and minds to believe. Give us lips to proclaim. And give us hands and feet to put your word into practice. In Jesus' name. Amen. So Luke 17, verse 11 through to 19. Now on his way to Jerusalem, Jesus travelled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. As he was going into a village, ten men who had leprosy met him. They stood at a distance and called out in a loud voice, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. When he saw them, he said, Go, show yourself to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. One of them, when he saw he was healed, came back, praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. And he was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, Were not all ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, Rise and go. Your faith has made you well. Powerful stuff and wonderful stuff and to really get into this it's good just to recognize the view of Samaritans that was current at the time. Jewish people and Samaritan people didn't tend to mix, they weren't keen on each other and as far as a reasonably standard attitude from a Jewish person to a Samaritan was concerned, they were considered as not pure Jewish and beyond the pale as far as the nation was concerned. 
So as in the parable of the Good Samaritan that Jesus tells, so we see here a negative view, a negative stereotype of Samaritans. Well, what happens here is that it is the Samaritan who had leprosy who returns to give thanks to Jesus. All ten were cleansed wonderfully by the grace of God as Jesus' healing power is released. But only one, this man, returns to give thanks and praise to Jesus personally. There's a very clear and very obvious application here, isn't there? And that is to give thanks to God for all that he has done for us. Sometimes we complicate scripture, and this is not complicated, at least to believe and to understand. It is harder to deeply appreciate and put into practice. How often do we fail to give thanks to God? I know that I'm like that on a regular basis. I might be praying for something. I might be praying with passion and fervor. I might be crying out to Jesus as these guys were doing. And Jesus answers my prayer graciously, wonderfully, obviously. And yet I'm sort of on to the next thing, on to the next prayer, or my life is too full to notice. We need to develop thankfulness as a discipline. And notice that we have been cleansed from something very deep that was wrong for us. Leprosy in the scriptures is a real physical condition But it also stands as a type or a symbol of sin, the sin that corrupts our lives, the sin that is not just skin deep but goes beyond and behind. We are cleansed from that. We too were like Samaritans on the outside, outside of the people of God. But Jesus has made us clean from our sin. Such is the depth of our sin and rebellion and unforgiveness, and such is the depth and power of Jesus' love. Our sins were great, but his grace is greater still. And so let's develop thankfulness as a discipline. We have so much to thank our God for, And if we do develop it, if we do have thankfulness as a a daily discipline for our salvation and for the good things that God gives us in our lives, we will find, I think, that our attitudes will be transformed. As we give thanks to God, as we count our blessings, as it were, God lifts our hearts, lifts our spirits, opens our eyes and shows us his goodness and the good ways that he has dealt with us. We praise him for his mercy and his peace. We have experienced so much that is good at his hand. Let's not neglect to return to him often and give him thanks. So let's come to God in prayer and do that now.
Lord, we worship you as the one who cleanses us of something deeper than leprosy. We thank you for the physical healing that you do bring into our lives, but we recognise that in some ways such healing, important as it is, is only skin deep. We praise you for your healing that penetrates beneath the skin, that reaches heart and mind and soul. We praise you for the miracle of forgiveness. We praise you for the miracle of new life. We worship you. We give you thanks for a transformed heart, for eternal life, for a plan and a purpose for our lives that you unfold to us. And Lord, as we worship you for these things, our hearts are full of thankfulness. Help us to return to you and to thank you often. Help us to praise you, to throw ourselves at your feet, as it were, and say thank you that you have cleansed me, a Samaritan. Let's pause together and... Just in the quietness of your heart, give thanks to God for all that he has given to you. And thank you for what people call temporal blessings as well. If you have a home, if you have food on the table, if you have family who care for you, if you have friendships, give thanks for them. Let's praise him. Let's worship him. Let's return to him today and say thank you for all that you've done. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.